0: Welcome to Unmasked Ministries podcast. I'm Katie Shepard. And I'm Carissa Kane, And we are super excited for today. You guys get to join us on this new journey. We have conversations like this all the time and people just pick up on it and they're like, you should start a podcast. And at first we were kind of not liking the idea, but then Carissa will talk more about what led us into it. Yeah, so I
1: actually was meeting with Daniela, and she made a comment that you guys should totally do a podcast, and, you know, the seed was planted, but I was like, "Eh, I'm not really into podcasts, and the Lord was doing something with Katie, too, and she was kind of keeping it to herself, and it just kept coming back to us over and over again, where we finally got together and talked about it, and we're like, all right, this is what we're to do, so here we are. We're excited to see what this new adventure is all about. Totally. So to start off, we're just going to give a little introduction about um, Katie. You're going to learn a little bit more about her and um, how she came to Christ and also how she even came to become a co-director of
0: Unmasked Ministries. And then I will share as well. So, Katie. Yeah, so I grew up in a house. My parents divorced when I was two. Um, My mom went to a small Baptist church. My dad went to Pentecostal church. So I grew up knowing about God. I accepted God at a very young age but as far as following after him, that wasn't really taking place. So I found myself in college, just desperate, really broken. I ended up at Palm Beach Atlantic University, and that's where I rededicated my life to Christ. Um, I realized that the life I had been living was definitely not God-honoring. I was not walking as a disciple of Jesus. I just wanted a ticket out of hell. So that's where I was at, um, and I ended up rededicating my life when I came to Palm Beach Atlantic. Amazing. Did you find yourself fully free, or were you still bound to things? What did that look like? So it was so confusing to me because as I went to this Christian school, I'm like walking around with all these other yeah. Christians who are smiling and their life seems so amazing. Uh, and, you know,
1: pairing game. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so I'm trying to like feel that too. But deep down inside, like there was so much brokenness and woundedness. And I'm like, what is wrong with me, Lord? Like why am I struggling so hard mm. when it seems like other people have accepted you into their life and they're just, you know, walking in the freedom of Christ. Mm, yeah, so what did you do and how did you overcome the things that you were struggling with? Honestly, um, that did not happen until years later. I found myself at Bow Down Church. I was working at Urban Youth at the time. Again, really broken, really struggling with just continual habitual patterns in sin. Um, not able to break free from those patterns of sin mm. either. And so I found myself at Bow Down and I was attending the inner healing classes that they offered there at the time okay and that really opened up my eyes to be like this is the missing piece for me like this had you ever heard about inner healing before absolutely not honestly when I heard that (laughs) language I was like what in the world is that but when you come to a desperate place in your like personal healing journey you'll you're like anything will help at this time yeah yeah so I'm like, okay, let's let's try this out. And as soon as I took like the first class, I was like, yes, this is this is the missing puzzle piece for me. And so I, I took the classes, I started attending like personal receiving personal prayer ministry mm-hmm. sessions. And that was like where my relationship with God really started to take off. Yeah. And didn't you do 516 or it wasn't called 516 then, but that's what (laughs) we call it now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I went into our discipleship program that's 10 months long, which also offered inner healing as part of the program. So I continued in like extended sessions through 516 for 10 months. So after sessions and going through all this training, um, did you
1: feel equipped to go and do this very thing? for others, like helping them walk through their healing. Yeah. No, I had a lot of
0: insecurity. Um, I had a lot of uh, walls that I had that mm-hmm. had to be broken down right like a lot of lies that I was believing but not mm. only that like it took a while for me to really take up those weapons and those tools that I had yeah. received in personal sessions but yeah. also in the classes and start walking those things out and so it wasn't until actually when I got married yeah <laughs> that I felt like I started to really walk those things out you know sometimes when you get <laughs> when you get married you're like man I never thought I'd struggle with pride and then I got married and I'm like man Yes, I do. Isn't
1: that kind of cool how God does that? You know, it's like, I'm going to pull out the deep waters. And walking through that together will just make the marriage even stronger. Absolutely. So that's amazing. Yeah. So you found yourself
0: kind of in the fork in the road, basically. Yeah. So the difference between the years that passed after I got done with 516 and I got married was that I had a fork in the road. And I had to choose whether I wanted to continue in the sin that I was walking in and the lies that I was believing, or if I wanted to use the tools that God had given me and walk in the freedom of Christ, which is what he wants us all to be walking in right? always. And yeah, we go through hard things and we go through struggles and trials, But if we have the tools and we have the Holy Spirit, we can make it through anything. Yeah. So that was my fork in the road. I had to make a choice. Do I want to keep walking on on this path that leads to death and destruction or do I want to walk on the path that leads to everlasting life? And I can experience that here on earth. That's what I think people forget most times is that we are supposed to be walking in this here on earth too, this kingdom reality. It's not just when you get to heaven. Right. Yep. Yeah, that's really good, and I
1: think everybody kind of comes to that point, the fork in the road. Um, For most of us, it's when they're coming to Christ or deciding to follow Christ and pursue Christ. I have a similar story as I was in college, and I was going through a lot of um, personal things from home. Also, the transition from being in high school to college and just trying to fit in, like, There was a lot going on and I struggled with major depression. And there was this um, one night where I was completely alone and I was at the end of the road, basically. And I had a choice. I was either going to choose life or I was going to choose death, literally. Mm. Um, And I started having these thoughts of like, what's the point of living? The world would be better off without me. I knew how I was going to do it. Thankfully, I didn't have a plan as to when I was going to do it, but I knew how I was going to do it. And that was enough to scare me of being like i am i'm not okay and so i remember just face down in my dorm room was like jesus i know you're the one people come to when they have nowhere else to go like you have to show yourself faithful show yourself to me right now or i don't like i might not be here tomorrow and i don't remember exactly any words of knowledge or I didn't have a vision and all this stuff. But the presence of him was so heavy mm-hmm. that I knew he was there. And I knew right then and there that I just walked out that salvation. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't have a special prayer. I didn't have somebody walking me through it. It was just like, Jesus, meet me here because mm-hmm. I need you. Mm-hmm. And he did. And I was so excited about what just happened. I was also a little, like, confused, unsure how to process what just happened. So I remember... um calling Brian. He was on a basketball trip and Brian's now my husband. He was my boyfriend then and, um, telling him about what just took place. And he was like, we got to go to church. Mm -hmm. And so we started going to a church and, um, God gave me my first vision. I shouldn't say it was, it was my first vision where I knew it was from God. Let's Mm -hmm. put it that way. Um, and I was sitting in the congregation and literally everyone disappeared. Like I'm sitting there and everyone disappears and the pastor is still on the stage. So it wasn't like I was seeing Jesus, but the Holy Spirit was moving through him. And I have a picture of a rose. I don't remember if the rose was actually present Mm. or if it was just a symbol in the vision, but there was a rose and he started speaking in a way that was like speaking to my spirit Mm. and everything that I had experienced up until that point and then direction. And Mm. it was you are to restore your family and help others to restore the foundation of the family and at the time i had no idea what that meant but it was so heavy and my Mm -hmm. spirit leaped for joy because it was like the
0: very thing that i desired put into words it was really cool so had anyone ever presented the gospel before that moment when you were face down on the floor of your the dorm room had anybody ever presented the gospel to you before that you know to that point Yes, Brian, but that was
1: actually maybe a month before that took place. So I was, what? Well, how are you? Nineteen, mm. and I had never heard the gospel, and I was in and out of church um, since I was seven. My, I, w- I did not grow up in the church. My families were, my family was not believers in Christ. They didn't go to church. They're not church people. But I found myself at church events with like friends and stuff. I even tried Mormonism there for a while, like I was really searching for Mm -hmm. something, and um, no one ever gave me the gospel, Katie, in and out of church, since I was seven years old to the time I was 19, no one had presented the gospel to Mm. me, and um, Brian was talking about something specific, I don't even remember, it was something about Jesus, though, and I was completely confused. Mm. And he just looked at me with just like bizarre, that mm. this bizarre look in his eyes of like, how do you not know what I'm talking about? Mm. Has anybody told you the gospel before? And I'm like, no, mm. like, I don't understand what you're talking about. So he presented it. So in the dorm room, I knew that Jesus was the one because mm. the gospel was presented, mm. but I didn't know how to... <laughs> I didn't know the equation or the prayer, if you will. Hey, well, that breaks the religious spirit right then and there. Because like
0: when Holy Spirit moves, like that's what it looks like. You don't need to have some quote unquote, pray this exact prayer. Like Holy Spirit fell on you and you accepted Jesus into your heart. So that's, that's pretty amazing. Um, What do you think the difference is between the church that you went to, where you had that vision and all the other churches that you searched out before that? Compared to bow down? Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, so
1: with the with the churches before then to the church that I was at when I came to Christ and then bowed down. So I feel as though like I had a lot of church hurt. There was there was a lot of, I think, legalism that they were moving through. They they just dropped the ball with me. Mm. I think they just assumed because we grew up in, I grew up in Missouri. It's the Bible Belt, right? And so people just assume that you know everything that you need to know about God and about Jesus. Mm. And that just wasn't the case for me. Um, and so I think there was just a lack of knowing that there's still a need, even though you grew up in an area where... There's a lot of churches. There's a church yeah. on every corner, you oh, know. Man. Um, but the difference is, the church that I gave, gave myself to Christ to, when I went there afterwards, that was like a very foundational for the family right. and for marriage. And I know that that was the that's a gifting God has put me in or has put in me yeah. is you are a counselor. That is a gifting, and He has put that passion, the desire right. for marriage and family, and the foundation of the home because. Where what does is, what is everything start from? It starts from the home. Right. And our our society has gone so far away from the home that I, I feel like God is kind of like calling people up to go back to the foundation of the home, if you will. Amen. And so that was awesome calling me into that and then coming to bow down. It was like the second piece, you know, because in that moment, it's like, oh, family counseling. It's like, oh, I go to school for counseling. I didn't even know that Jesus was healer and that Mm. there is a whole nother
0: option than Mm. just
1: counseling. There's more. Mm -hmm. So,
0: yeah. So what was your experience like when you went went to school for counseling and you're in counseling classes? Yep. What was that aha moment for you?
1: Yeah, so I'm sitting there and... I'm, I'm towards the end of my, my, like, second year, I believe. It was my second year. I'm, like, eight months pregnant, so I'm, like, super emotional. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, like, I'm sitting there, and I get to this point. It was just, like, a nugget dropped that this is great information. I love this information. I do not undermine whatsoever the techniques and the methods that they use to help right. people find relief and things that they are struggling yeah. with. However... It doesn't bring everlasting healing and restoration. And when I came to that realization, I almost felt hopeless of like, what's the point? I don't want to do this if I can't see somebody be redeemed from this. And I knew that God was saying, hopelessness is not for me. So here I am, I have like two voices in my head going on at the same time. But I hear the Lord loud and clear is like, don't feel hopelessness because I have an answer for you. Mm. But I just didn't know what to call it. I didn't know what it was until I came to bow down, met Joyce, heard about inner healing, and God was like, this is the missing piece. This is
0: what I've been talking about. Wow. So, and I've been here ever since. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I love how God just moves in the midst as we just surrender our lives to him. It's. Do you feel like anything you learned at school is going to waste?
1: No, absolutely not. I actually find it to be extremely helpful. I find that... God has called me to be a bridge between the secular counseling or Christian counseling, if you will, to prayer ministry and healing and allowing the Holy Spirit to move, because I believe that there's a balance to everything. Mm-hmm. When you find yourself choosing one side over the yeah. other, there's a good chance you're deceived somewhere. Yeah. And so but if you can find the balance between the two, I feel like you're more grounded and you more you'll be able to be more rich yeah. and heal from yeah. the
0: things that you struggle with. Well, I've enjoyed leading the ministry together as co-directors because you give that aspect of counseling. We don't call ourselves counselors, right? Right. Because we're not licensed, but you have certain techniques or certain things that you learned in school that you can point out that maybe I didn't see. And so it's just really great to be able to work together. God totally put Carissa and I together many years ago. Pastor Chris, I remember he was praying for me one time years ago and said, I just have the word Carissa on my heart. And so (laughs) this has totally been a God-ordained partnership together. And so we hope that you guys were blessed by Mm -hmm. our first intro section, um, that you get to know us a little bit more as we go through the other ones. You'll hear more about the ministry and some of the topics that we deal with in our sessions tune in next week we are super excited we're going to be sharing on forgiveness this is a huge topic for a lot of people that come into um, sessions but also come for our classes Um, so stay tuned and join us next week and i have to say katie's story is pretty amazing so you're gonna want to hear this story